don't want to do anything to scare your children. That's the last thing we want to do. We don't want to scare anybody. Welcome to Acting on the Run, the podcast. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome to Acting on the Run. I'm your host, Christian Kelly. Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you so much for being here. I really appreciate it. If this is your first time listening, please keep coming back. Please leave a rating if you can. If you would like to leave a comment, I would love to read it. If this is more than your first time, so if you are a regular listener listener or a semi-regular listener, thank you so much. I appreciate all all of the support. It means, means everything to me. Um, I want to start episode number 17. We made it to 17, y'all. I want to start episode 17 off a little bit differently and probably moving forward for the rest of the podcast. Um, I want to make the podcast a little bit more personal than it, than it already is. Um, generally, I give my opinions on things that I've gone through in um, different situations in regards to the world of entertainment and creativity. But what I want to do, I want to make it personal a little step higher and give you more of me as the person and not just me as the lecture giver, you know, because I know that I go on for a long time on here sometimes. Um, So I want to start with how have I been creative since the last podcast? Since the last podcast, I've gotten more into um, my recording musically. I've um, I've gotten more into Logic. I've done a lot on um, on GarageBand, which is what I use to record the podcast. And just as a side note, um, there's a leaf blower going on outside. Not sure if you can hear it, but if you can, I apologize for that interference. If you can't, then cool. Maybe my sound editing is getting better. But so yeah, I've gotten more into um, into Logic learning the um, ins and outs of it, learning all the shortcuts, um, because it's pretty much the same thing as GarageBand, in my opinion, but it has a little bit more flair to it. So it's a little bit um, more fun to use, at least in my opinion. So creativity-wise, that's been my kind of go-to, just to write more music. Um, I'm trying to create actual tracks, meaning the actual beats with the drums, guitars, saxophone, any instrument, really, it's all on the program. So I'm really getting a little bit better at it. Creating beats is not necessarily, or, you know, creating the instrumental is not necessarily my favorite part, but it's something that learning um, is helping to expand my creativity. Next, what am I hoping for? So, right now, I'm hoping to get better at the podcast. I'm hoping to come up with more ideas and information to give, um, different topics to speak on. I'm hoping for the chance that I find the right individual to work with musically um music is something and going back to my 
creativity. Um, music is something that I love to use as a creative outlet. It's something that really I feel like I can say anything. Um, I feel like I can say anything on the podcast too, but I try to keep the podcast um, geared for certain uh, certain topics because that's why I created it. Um, but musically, I love working with another individual musically. I feel like, um, you know, sharing ideas back and forth, uh, tossing things against the wall. I feel like that that's the best way to come up with the best music. Although I enjoy the music I make individually on my own, but I enjoy sharing that, you know, and especially that process. Trust the process. Because it's a fun process to share it with someone, you know, when you are working with someone and you and you you both feel as though that you created something great you know it's something different about that versus creating something on your own because i feel like when i create on my own it may sound good to me but that's just to me and yes i guess that that's all that matters for the most part but i enjoy bouncing off of another individual because then at least I have a buffer so at least it's going through someone else's ears and not just mine because mine I'm gonna like it okay boom let's go with that but through someone else's ear they may say oh you know why not adjust this or let's go at it this route rather than starting off like this you know little little adjustments you know that another ear can help with so that's what I'm hoping for. And lastly, what am I thankful for? I'm thankful for the opportunity. I'm thankful to be here recording episode 17. I'm thankful that I actually have the ability to record this podcast and share it with you know the world. Um, it's something very exciting to take the ideas out of my head and just speak and record them. And then who knows who's listening to it? Because I don't know everyone who listens to the podcast individually. But it's exciting for me just to know that, you know, my words, my thoughts and ideas are getting out to someone. So I'm thankful for that. I'm thankful for the opportunity because I don't always get to just, you know, speak to... Well, no, I lie. I can speak to whoever I want to, but... I don't always get to go in depth as I will on the podcast, you know, just with a person in passing because it's a lot. So being able to kind of let it all out here is something that I really enjoy. Um, similar to like a therapy session, but a therapy session based on specific topics. So yes, that's what I that's how I've been creative, what I'm hoping for and what I'm thankful for. I'm going to make a strong effort to continue to update like that um just to give more insight into me, the person and not that it has to just only be about me, you know, telling you what I think, you know, as far as how to go about this or how to go about that. So Hopefully, my podcast family finds that uh, nice. And so, moving on, um, 
I don't want to make, well, I enjoy giving as much thought and information as I can. However, I don't know exactly what the listening span of my audience is. Um, I would, you know, because I can get on here and just, you know, go for an hour, you know, an hour plus at times. And I want to make this podcast a, a little bit more convenient because when I've listened to certain podcasts, because listening to podcasts is, is what got me interested in actually doing one myself. So a lot of the podcasts, well, not all of them, but some of the podcasts that I've um, I've come across, the time frame will be a little bit shorter. And I enjoy that because I get everything I feel like I need in that quick, you know, half hour. But also, there are certain podcasts that I'll listen to, and they'll go on for an hour, hour and a half, and I love it, you know. So, but I don't, but I don't always get to listen to those podcasts because it depends on what I'm doing. So, if I'm doing something where I can't listen for an hour, hour and a half, then it's like okay, I either have to break the podcast up and like I'll listen to it a little bit here, listen to it a little bit there, um, but the opportunity to listen to a quick podcast is something where I feel like you can get everything you need in that quick little space right there. So that's what I'm going to try to do. Um, Now, moving on to the actual topic of the podcast today, um, I wanted to talk about practice a little bit. We sitting here, I supposed to be the franchise player, and we're in here talking about practice. I feel like I've talked about it before as far as with working on your craft, practicing your craft, you know, whatever it is that you do. So if you're, no matter what it is, I'm not going to break down um, specifics, but whatever you do to practice, practice, practice. It's something that I preach a lot, you know, if I'm given the opportunity to speak to someone and and it comes up. Because I feel like practice makes you better at everything. I feel like practice has made me better at this podcast. You know, doing it over and over and over again has made me a little bit better. And you listening may say, hmm, it doesn't sound that good to me. Well, this is still a part of the practice. I'm still getting better, still getting better, still, you know, trying to iron things out um, as far as what I want to say, what I don't want to say, how I want to say it. So this is all a part of the practice. And I feel like in regards to acting, that I like to practice in every situation. Any situ well, not every situation, because some situations um I have to you know be authentically me for that situation. But in some situations, I like to think, hmm, okay, if I was going to Say I have a role where I have to be serious, right? While I'm at work, you know, I'll actually try to practice that. So I'll try to say if I have to have serious responses, you know, uh, more straight responses. I'll throw that into my, you know, my daily thing. So if I'm at work, um, I may be a little bit more serious that day. But that's because I want to practice on my serious responses. Because 
in my opinion, and you can take it, you know, uh, as majorly or minorly as you need, but I feel like when you do something that when it's time to perform, if you've done it, you know, more than just, you know, once or more than just twice or more than just the time that you've spent, you know, on set or at rehearsal, but if it's something that you make a part of you, that you'll be able to, that you'll be able to, um, what's the word, um, uh, not instantly, uh, your reaction, your reaction and your instant response will, will be, you know, so real. I feel like if I have to, you know, um, if I have to be a little bit funnier, you know, maybe through my everyday life, I'll try to tell more jokes or I'll try to be a little bit more jovial if that's something that I'm trying to work on. So because I like to look at myself and do, you know, look inwardly and see, okay, how can I get better? Because I'm my only competition, just as you are your only competition. Um, So I'll do that and respond as such just for practice because I've noticed that when I have to be on stage or on screen that I can work the role a whole lot better if I've actually done it in my real life but at times where for example I'll go in I'll get an audition and I'll go in for the audition and the role is something that I haven't you know played before or something that in my real life I haven't actually done before so then I'm trying to like I'm trying to act and that is what I don't like and I don't know if anybody notices those things but there'll be times when you'll watch a show or a movie or a play or whatever it is and it's like you can tell everybody can't tell but I but me I feel like that I'll look and I'll get the feeling that, okay, no, I feel like they're trying too hard. Or I'll look and I'll see and I'm like, man, like, I feel like that this probably, this person is probably just like this in their real life because they acted out so smoothly and so effortlessly and so instinctively. And so, and I love performances like that because those to me are the best you know because you because it's it just looks so real but you know that okay you know there's a script you know this is all just for entertainment purposes but man like they played the heck out of that role you know I've seen a lot of roles like that and I always wondered as a child you know how real or how fake acting was um I remember when I was about like five, about five years old, maybe five or six, around that time frame. And the reason why I say around that time frame is because of the, of the specific show. The show that um, I was watching, I was watching a show called Martin. Everybody, not everybody, but if you don't, if you don't know what Martin is, Martin is a name show by Martin Lawrence, um, the comedian. Um, it aired in the 90s, so like, I think it was from like 92 to 96 or 97 or 91 to 96, something like that. It was in that time frame. Um, and so I remember I was watching with my mom once, um, and again, I was about five years old, 
And there was this episode where Martin got into a fight with Tommy Hearns. Tommy Hearns is a real boxer. And so he got into a fight with him on the show. And after the fight, his face was all beat up and, and swole up and had lumps all on him. And as a five-year-old, I'm looking at that like, oh my God, he had to go through all that just for this show? And so I'm looking at that and I'm, because as a kid, I always wanted to be an actor. It's something I always wanted to do. I got my inspiration to be an actor from um, Jim Carrey because those are the first movies that I can remember seeing. Well, no, I lied. The first movies that I remember seeing were, you know, cartoon movies as a kid. Um, but apart from cartoons, when when I started watching actual people act, it was Jim Carrey. Um, one of the first movies I was introduced to was um, Ace Ventura, Pet Detective. Um, I remember I used to actually quote that movie like from start to finish I would I would perform like little scenes of the movie at school like I I was you know so 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 like into comedy acting um expressing and so when I saw Martin get beat up on his show I I was so concerned because I'm like man is that really what you have to go through, because I'm like, if that's really what you have to go through, I'm like, man, maybe I don't want to be an actor, because I'm like, I don't want to get beat up just to, you know, do my art, you know, or perform. I don't want to have to do that if that's what it takes to actually, you know, act on TV and, and you know, in movies. And so I asked my mom, I, I was like, Ma, did he, is his face really like that? Did he really get beat up like that? And she tells me, she's like, yeah. Like, just like that. Like, no explanation or nothing. Just like, yeah. And I'm like, and now now in my head, I'm like, man, wow. And that changed my whole outlook on acting at that point. Now, as I grew, um, I kind of started to see, you know, especially through... Um, through theater, that okay, that these people aren't getting beat up. So I kind of got out of that a little bit, but I really didn't drop, I guess, my uh, <laughs> my childish thought until I actually started, you know, working working as an actor. That's because going through the experience as an actual actor, that's when I saw, okay, so all this, and especially um, working with um, prosthetics, I did a sh- I did a uh, a shoot before where I had to get prosthetic acne scars on my face, and so then I really got to see like okay how they make these effects happen because him Martin getting beat up like that, and then he came out in this mask or you know whatever prosthetics they put on his face. Then that's when I learned okay that's what that was, Be- you know um, because. Before actually getting into acting, I didn't do much uh, much training in regards to classes or, or schooling. I kind of wanted to just, you know, get into it because that's how I've gotten into all of my uh, career paths, by just actually 
jumping into it, doing it, learning as I go. And I never forget, you know, the things that I learn as I'm working. So it's like, um, I feel like rather than, you know, spend my time prepping and then, okay, now I'm going to try to, you know, go out for a gig. I'd rather just go out and do it and then just learn as I go. Now, that may uh, not be the best you know, idea to some because you don't necessarily want to waste any opportunities, you know, so it's like if you get a good opportunity on a, you know, on a good show or something like that, you want to be on point. I get that part, but at the same time, I feel like everything happens at its due time and we um, as individuals, as, as performers, entrepreneurs, we can't necessarily plan how something is going to go we can hope always that this goes you know the best way that it can go or that goes the best way that it can go but we don't really know how it's going to go until we do it because it's not just us working on a specific project you know um it's us it's other actors it's you know it's directors, it's producers, it's camera, like every, it's a lot of pieces moving on a project. So you don't know, you know, if you have it in your head, okay, I'm going to do this like this, I'm going to say this like this. What if the director has a different direction that he wants to go in? Not to say that he's going to change the script, but that, okay, rather than, you know, saying this angrily, you know, why don't you say it? fearfully or why don't you say it jokingly you know it can go any way so I like to go in to any project kind of with a blank slate um, because I like it all to be as real as possible I want my reactions to be as natural as possible I don't like for the reactions to be kind of like staged um, too planned I don't like that because then I feel like okay you know that's when I feel like when I watch TV and film that, okay, this person is obviously trying to act because it doesn't look natural. It looks like their natural person is standing behind the actor, if that makes any sense, if you can visualize that. So, like, I like it to be where my natural person is adjacent to or, like, combined with me as an actor so that that way my performance is a lot more is a lot is a lot more uh on point a lot more pristine um i know that being perfect isn't you know a requirement but i like to give my best effort i like to give 110% you know the utmost to whatever project i'm involved in because if i don't you know i'll always have that regret that okay i left something that i could have given to this project and I feel like if you leave something that you could have given to a project that eventually you're gonna wish that you gave it to that project because you never know where a project is going what a project can do or what it can become so um, my advice is to practice in all your situations um, It'll only make you better as an 
not just an actor, but as a performer. And then, you know, depending on what you do, if you're not in uh, the performing arts, if you do something else, um, you're going to include that in your everyday. So if you're a basketball player, you know, you're going to practice basketball, you know, on a daily basis, you know, or, you know, or these, you're going to practice as much as you feel like you need to practice, but, you know, it, it doesn't necessarily always have to be on the court, you know, so that's something I try to translate into acting, where it's like, okay, I'm going to do something to work on my craft, you know, I'm going to do something, you know, so even with not just my responses, because I know I spoke on my responses, so I'll adjust my responses based on what I feel like I need to work on, you know, as long as it's appropriate, you know, as long as it's appropriate um, in the setting that I'm in. But not even just that. So it's like not even just my responses, but say if, you know, I'll see something I've done and I'm like, hmm, you know what? I need to work on my posture a little bit more. Like my posture could have been better. There was a point in time um, a couple months ago where I was really focused on my posture because I noticed that I wasn't, you know, standing as tall as I should, you know, or as I could. And so that's something that I want to work on. So in my daily activities, you know, I would always, you know, remind myself, okay, you know, fix your posture, fix your posture, fix your posture. Because on camera, I'll always, well, not always, but I'll make an effort to always, you know, practice great posture on camera. But sometimes I wouldn't practice great posture off camera. And that translated to on camera at times. Not all the time because when I recognize it, I'll fix it. But there are times where my mind isn't, you know, focused on my um, my uh, my posture. And so I won't necessarily think about it. So to practice, you know, I would practice on my posture, you know, at work, at home, you know, when I'm just taking a stroll down the street or through the city. Um, another thing that I've tried to work on, it's as far as me saying, um, it's something that I've tried to work on since episode one. And I don't say, um, a lot in person, which is funny to me, but I say, um, a lot on here. I think it's because I'm speaking out and I'm not necessarily getting a response. So it's like once I'm done with a thought, that little transition of going from thought to thought, I'll um it sometimes. And so that's something that I'm practicing on not doing. So not to make this podcast episode too long, because I don't know how long I've been going so far. But again, um, moving moving forward. I will try to keep the podcast a little bit shorter, you know, for a little while just to see, you know, how things go because I don't always want to drag you on for an hour, hour and a half because I know everybody doesn't have that much time to dedicate solely to me. Um, so I want to be able to fit into your schedule as you're fitting me into, I want to be able to fit into your schedule. Yeah. I don't know how I was about to say that, but it, it came out wrong. But bear with me. Um, oh, yeah. And another thing for practice, obviously, is 
classes. If you can afford to go to an acting class, you know, do so. Um, a lot of acting classes offer audits. Um, if you don't know what an audit is, an audit is a um, sometimes it's free, sometimes it's not, depending on the um, the class. But but the audit is just basically you know you can come and sit in on a class. You know um, some some studios do you know one free audit. Some will do you know more than one. Um, it all depends because they're all their own entity. So. Uh, Going to classes is definitely a great way to practice as well because then you're practicing with you know your your coach your um your classmates um, you'll actually get you know scripts to do you know to work on so that's very very beneficial but depending on um, where you decide to go for classes it can be expensive so I've gone to I've gone to a class, but I haven't actually, you know, been a regular at a class. There is one that I'm interested in going to, and one that um, I'll actually uh, promote a little bit. I went and did an audit with uh, Spicer Sturgis. If you're in Los Angeles, uh, look her up. You know, uh, I I went and did an audit for a class and I was just blown away. Um, I felt like as a coach, she had really, really great energy. Um, she always had feedback, even for those that didn't, even for you know the performances that didn't look like they needed feedback. She always had a little something to, you know, okay, you know, that was great, but look at this a little bit and it can be that much better, you know? So I really enjoyed that and I look to get back to that class um, at some point, but if you can afford a class, you know, go and take a class. Um, it'll definitely help because if you're if you're not working, then a class will give you that work. You know, so if you're not you know getting booked or anything like that, going to the class will give you that practice. If you can't practice, you know, on actual shoots, so just something to think about. But again, um, I hope you enjoy the podcast. I hope I gave you something to hold on to. Um, and again, I want to make the podcast a lot more personal. So I'm going to be, you know, giving you a lot more of me and not just me, the instructor, quote unquote. So again, I, I really appreciate everybody for tuning in. You can catch the podcast on anywhere podcasts are found. Um, Apple, Spotify, Google, Amazon, um, YouTube. Um, there's a couple, uh, a couple more, but basically anywhere that podcast can go is where I've put this podcast. Um, I'm gonna eventually switch to a um, a uh, um, what am I trying to say? A uh, a visual, a visual platform because as of now, I've only been coming to you vocally, but, you know, as I said, I want to make the podcast a lot more personal, um, so I am going to switch to visual, so you have the visual and audio, and the visual, of course, will most likely be on um, on YouTube primarily, but the audio will still be able to be found everywhere else, so, you know, hopefully we can get a little bit closer and grow on this journey together. But I thank you so much. Um, if anybody wants to chime in 
um, please leave a comment. Um, if you would like to send a message and, and you don't want to leave a comment, you can always reach me at the podcast email. That's acting on the run at AOL.com. That's A C T I N G O N T H E R U N at AOL.com. I know it's kind of throwback with the AOL, but you know, we we keeping it alive in 2023. But I thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm not going to hold you any much longer. And I can't wait to see you back for episode 18. And I hope you have a great day doing what you do. And I love you all. I'll talk to you later. Peace.